your boy, The Bearded Brother, and I got my second episode of The Bearded Review. It's gonna be a little bit different. I know, I know. It's my second episode. How do I have the audacity to switch up the style of my show? That's the fun part. It's my show. I can do what I want and what I need to. So, we got that out the way. Um, I wanna talk about the beer I'm drinking, but also four good tips for white people to follow and to make sure they have positive interactions and build positive connections with black people when they step into a brewery. Um, but first, I want to get over this um, beer called Sly Fox. It's made, brewed by, excuse me, the Sly Fox Brewing Company in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. And from the looks of it, as you can see, get a comp copper amber kind of color to it when you have an ipa that's kind of on traditional end that's the color and um look you kind of get from most west coast ipas so this is going to kind of give you an indication of it being kind of piney resiny and really just hop forward and which just means it's going to be bitter when somebody's going to have to say it's really hoppy or anything like that it's going to have a bitter kind of resiny taste to it which people love, other people don't. But with this resin and this piney kind of taste, it's kind of um, has a little sweetness, but a little hot forward. So I would do something a little um, more flavor forward. So like I would do anything with like kind of blue cheese, like a blue cheese salad or anything like that. Kind of just balance out that hoppiness. But if you want to do something a little like softer like that, I would probably do something like a... Um, Honestly, I'll probably do something a little bit like has like a sweetness to it, like a shrimp alfredo or something like that. It has a little bit of sweet saltiness to it. I think that could give it a really nice balance um, to it. And it's going to be really cleanse your palate, whether you cleanse your palate from the beer or cleanse your palate from the food. Um, but enough about that beer. I just got very important information and some pieces of advice for white people. I know that's not the greatest segue, but that's the best I can do. All right. So there's just four pieces of information that, not information, four pieces of advice that I've learned while going to different breweries and having different reactions and interactions with white people there. Um, and the biggest one was like, you're surprised that I'm a black person that drinks beer. Like, you're surprised at my presence. You're surprised that I know what I know about beer and things like that. Um, to me, there's a little bias in that because you only expect this from me where I can conquer that as a person. But from whatever, for whatever reason, you don't think I know about this space because of what I look like. So when I walk into a brewery, I can see wide eyes and like as if you're a deer standing in headlights no like i know beer like you can know beer like i was exposed to it i learned about it and i'm drinking tasting my way through my favorite styles and not so favorite styles so you come in and looking at me like i don't like you never seen someone like that it makes me and some other black people feel unwelcome because it's as if like we had to sneak in there 
or seek your approval or anything like that, which that is not the case at all. Um, as beer prides itself on building a community people can grow and be great in, that surprise makes that growth and that interaction interaction like way more sour and way more difficult and not so easy to digest as a person of color in a more specifically black people in a in a brewery so like we belong in spaces you belong in we want to learn we deserve to learn things that you guys deserve to learn as white people and so make sure you're just like see see us in there we know what's going on so that leads me to that to my next point um you being surprised tends to lend itself into white swing which means like as a white person you feel like you gotta or explain certain topics because you feel like you know more only because only people you've seen are all the white people and then all of a sudden this person this black person comes in this space and is doing certain things you feel like we don't know what's going on or how things work in this space so we can have there's an ipa on on tap and i'm like okay what's so special about this ipa you're like well it has hops hops are this i was like i understand what hops are i was like i see the flavor profile is crazy you got simcoe hops you got amarillo hops you got cashmere and then you got uh strata hops what if, what's going on in this IPA? Um, which kind of sounds like a good IPA, but I'll, I'll worry about that recipe later. Um, but we see those hops and we're trying to like understand like what's going on with this IPA? Well, it's got a lot of hops, so it's gonna be this. Like it's got a lot of hops, which hops do this. We didn't ask what hops did. We just asked what's going on. Like as in like what's the flavor profile or um, what the flavor we're supposed to get or aroma or to, what are we supposed to expect in the body or even the um, excuse me mouthfeel so um, just kind of understanding what we're asking we, and the only reason why I say that we're like well that's such an open question but also at the same time I heard you talk to Steve and Chad Sarah and Rebecca before them, they asked very vague questions and you answered it very quickly and very easily. Well, when I asked that question, all of a sudden you gotta feel like you gotta start from the beginning, which is not the case. Because more times than not, I probably know more about you. I could probably know about this beer than you do. I probably know about the DO levels, which is the dissolved oxygen and things like that and how long it's supposed to sit in a bright tank and all that. I probably know that more than you know that unless you've been in the space longer than I have. Then that's a different conversation. But for the most part, if I ask what's going on with a certain beer, I'm looking for more flavor and the profile because it's an interesting profile. I usually kind of can figure out what the flavor is going to be or what the beer is going to taste like or what the experience is going to be like from the description. So, um, if I'm asking about that, I'm more interested in about like, how did you come up with this, this bill and what am I supposed to expect? Um, and then after that, um, and just, or even just like talking about beer news as if, um, from like 
who buy who, who's selling where, who's distributing where, and things like that. Like, um, that's a little more specific, so that's for more for the beer nerds and people more into, strictly into beer. Um, talking about distribution, um, try and just like watch, try to water it down for us. Like, no, we don't need that. Like, we'll ask those questions if we feel like we need more direction and understanding. Um, and then after that, it's just like being able to understand that, like, you can't have that conversation with us about beer, but like knowing when that um, time is up to move on to another conversation or go back to your table or go to the group you're with. Um, we usually come there together with someone we know and that's the person we want to interact with for the most part. Have our beer, shoot the shit, crack jokes, um, roast each other, whatever we want to do in that space. That's what we want to do amongst each other. So, um, which leads me to a story, actually. Um, there's a brewery here in Nashville that we um, we all like and enjoy because the patio is fantastic and uh, food was delicious and the beer is really good. Um, I won't say the brewery um, just because they had nothing to do how this story went. And I don't want them slandered or talked about or misrepresented anyway in this story. But it was me, my fiance, uh, some of my craft beer drinking friends. And we were all sitting there having a good time. I go to the bathroom, so I missed the first part of the story. So um, I'm just going to come in from where I return from the bathroom. And all I hear is this lady talking about how she's so tired of seeing white people in craft beer and that she so had to see black people and diversity and things like that. It's just like, she kept going on and on and on and on about that. And it's just like, it was to the point where it was just like, we were all running out of level of patience and kindness for this lady before she got cussed out. She was drunk. But that's still not an excuse to act like you could just be in our face and crowd our space, crowd our table. It kind of just make us have to accept you and make you feel like you did something right when in fact you really didn't. It's a little like of racism where like you, it's like corner, put us in the corner and we have to deal with whatever we have to deal with. No, like, if we want you to get out of our space, we're going to let you know. Like, we're going to do it subtly. If we don't get subtly, then we're going to forcibly, forcibly let you know that. Um, so with that story, it kind of blends into the last rule of the forced allyship lines. Those things are so cliche from, like, I'm tired of seeing white people. It's so great seeing black people here. I want to, I just love diversity and all this and then you even some people some like people take it a step further and try to show some sort of proof that they love black people so continuing that story the first lady leaves after that and we're like okay it's over Whew, we can go back to drinking our beers and talking and things like that nope wrong 
we had another habitual line stepper come in. Um, I know she's habitual and just how I'm about to tell you. So she rolls up pretty much the same spiel. Like, it's so great to see you guys here, blah, blah, blah. It's just, I can't believe y'all here. I didn't know y'all love beer like that. Uh, and just pretty much all the rules I've gone through, she broke all the rules in about three sentences. Maybe even two, if you wanna, if you wanna debate about it. Um, but she's out here telling us how she supports Memphis because she lives out in Memphis, has a Memphis shirt, lifts it up. It's like, oh, look, Memphis, all this stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, I love when black people drink beer, da 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 I was like, man, you put probably live in suburbs and you probably got that Memphis shirt on Amazon. Like, stop it. Stop. Like, we're, we're not zoo animals where you just look in the window like, oh, oh. Come here, come here. There's black people drinking beer. Look, I didn't know that's real too. I didn't know they drank beer. I thought they drank Hennessy. No, we don't only drink Hennessy. A lot of us drink wine. A lot of us drink other liquors. A lot of us drink beer. But you're just so used to living in this little, this like bubble of seeing white men with beers, man buns, and things like that. And you're seeing, you're seeing Chad and Connor and Sarah and Rebecca, it throws you off when you see someone of color in there because you don't expand and see beyond the walls and the bubble you which you live. So like following those four rules aren't foolproof, but they definitely give you really good tools on how to build relationships and build your interactions so they're positive and they have some growth and you can learn and things like that um, because we are everywhere we exist in every space um, and only way we can thrive and continue building these spaces is if we feel like we're safe in those spaces if we don't feel safe in those spaces. That's something we don't interact with. We don't get involved with because we're not going to see what we, we're not going to see the payback on what we want of the time we invested in this space to create something. So, and with craft beer, everywhere you go, like bottle shops, um, liquor stores, excuse me, or breweries, everything's so prided on creating a community. But how can you have community when it, the people look a certain way and then when somebody else doesn't look that way, they almost get pointed out like a zoo animal, get alienated or get questioned or any kind of random implicit biases that kind of come in to how like people of color specifically, like more specifically black people um, feel in this space is like, if we feel like we're just an oddity or like a novelty in this space, that's not something we are interested in. And we're not interested in interacting with people that look at, look at us that way. But if you're a part of, and you follow those rules or even beyond, and you're really trying to create what the craft beer community should look like, then that's the people we want to interact with. And you're actually actively putting in the work and you're actually trying to build these relationships and you're trying to build these interactions to in a positive way. That's the people, that's the white people we want to interact with. But if you're just trying to sit here like you were in middle school 
talking to the random kid at the table just because you get cool points amongst your friends. You can keep that shit to yourself because that's not what we're looking for. Um, and you're going to know that's not what we're looking for because we can tell when you're coming from a genuine place. If you do these four rules of not white explaining and understanding that we allowed to be in your space and you're not surprised. Um, not overstaying your welcome or using just cliche ally lines just to get in and just say you did something cool, you made this, these black people react to you positively and then you go back to the bullshit you were doing before then. then you didn't really do anything to create that um, positive safe space and that's why you have someone like me, the bearded brother, coming along and creating those safe spaces because we deserve a place where we can sit down, be ourselves, let our hair down, and be able to just relax, have a good drink, sit amongst our friends, and we don't have to necessarily look over our shoulder or wonder who's looking at us or who feels like we shouldn't be there or anything like that. Or even just have someone in our space that's just kind of just making the space toxic and unfun to be in. Because um, we like to have fun too. Um, and of course we're having fun and we don't want people to be scared to talk to us, but like there's a level in a way you address things, you there's ways you can have conversational with us and still enjoy your time. And we can still enjoy our time. And hey, a friendship can build out of it if you approach everything right. So um follow those four rules. Um, I'll be writing a blog about it. Hopefully I'll be able to get it out next week. Um, about these four topics. So if you don't, if you aren't able to um, view this video or you just want something more in word form, then make sure you check out that blog post. It's gonna have all this information, maybe even some resources as well. And of course, um, hope you see you guys at these breweries implementing some of these rules. And hey, you might interact with me on a positive uh, basis. I think that's pretty cool. Um, actually, that's super cool. If I could interact with me, I thousand percent would, but Hey, that's just my humble opinion. Anyway, um, before I head out of here, I just want to, um, thank you guys for taking the time to listen. Hopefully you guys implement this. So I thank you for the people that actually take this information and move forward with it. Um, and the people that don't shame on you, um, keep watching this video until you believe what I said is true and we'll go from there. But of course, you can follow me at The Bearded Brother on social media, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I don't post that often on TikTok. So um, anyway, I'm on Facebook as well. I got a website, um, www.thebeardedbrother.com. It will be down in the description down here. And I'll put a little gizmo right here for the um, all my information there. So you can get all that and be able to get your links and all that good stuff. Um, shout out to, can't remember the name ever. So sorry. Sly Fox Brewing Company for this IPA. It's fire, super resiny, easy to drink if you're more of a seasoned beer drinker. But of course, make sure you review these or whatever you prefer.